The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Monday. And holy shit, what a Monday it is, Max. It's jam-packed. What's going on? Hey, happy MLK MLK Day here in the U.S. I, you, you know, usually Canada tries to like piggyback off of the uh, U.S. holidays. You guys didn't even try on this one. I think I think you have Family Day coming up when it's President's Day for us in in, in February. This one, you're just like. Uh, we got nothing like re- really we got nothing but uh no so uh, i i'm off of work today so i can i can even spend more time uh, dissecting some of these games e- even after this show and i'm sure that even e- when we stop hitting record we'll still have fucking things to say about some of these games i bet you yeah you and panther stop being so nice to each other what's going on sex panther <laughs> uh, i'm still like on my little glorified vacation out here at the casino blue chip casino like i was yesterday with saxy and at this point, maybe drawing a little too much attention to myself. Might have to start um, get get off the radar. But yeah, we're not much of an intro here because we've got a shit ton of talk about. So we should probably get to work. We should get to work. Max, you don't really have a touchdown, do you? I do. You? All right. I do. I got a touchdown. It might be my last one of the fucking season, but I got one. <laughs> Go for it. Point number one, a whistle away. Uh, Raiders might have been a whistle away from winning their playoff game against the Bengals. Uh, it seemed that, I mean, I heard it, that a whistle was blown during a play that that continued on. The Bengals scored a touchdown. Uh, could have been a key touchdown as the Bengals only ended up winning that game by that CD. Raiders came really close to tying it up in that last minute drive. It seemed like their magic was done, though, right? It seemed like they used all their fucking magic up in that previous week against the Chargers. Uh, it was a hell of an effort, though. And you got to say that interim uh, head coach, uh, Basaccia, he's deserving of a shot of a full-time job next year, whether it's with the Raiders or another team. I think this guy fucking uh, definitely gets another job. For the Bengals, first playoff win in 31 Mm. years. And do you want to know after the game what uh, Cincinnati head coach Zach Taylor did? What What he did to celebrate? Panther, did you see this? Yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it's fucking glorious. He, uh, he he drives home every day, you know, a- after practice and stuff like that. And he passes by this local bar. So we decided to stop by the local bar. He dropped off a game ball. And uh, it just how fucking amazing is that for these guys? Like just celebrating the, the, the first win. And here is a fucking head coach of your team stopping in. That's job security, folks. You win a fucking playoff game. You, you endear yourself with fans. This guy's not leaving town anytime soon. <laughs> Uh, as for Joe Burrow and the Bengals, I mean, this could be the beginning of many playoff wins over the next decade or so, like what I saw out there. So congrats to them. Point number two. Hey, maybe he did take Viagra. <laughs> Josh Allen looked Ooh. damn good out there. He sh- absolutely shredded the fucking Patriots, right? 
what was it? Was it seven drives, seven touchdowns? It was yeah. Every time the every time they touched the ball, they either scored a touchdown or took a knee. Jesus fucking Christ. I mean, you know, too bad that that you know they only did it against one of the better defenses in the league. <laughs> For the Patriots, I mean, listen, it was a nice season. It was a nice season to build off of. I think they have their future quarterback, but, uh, you know, you still got to feel disappointed in, in Mac Jones' lackluster playoff debut, but maybe the bar is set kind of high. Last time they had a rookie start in, in the playoffs was, was Tom Brady, right? Yeah, so kind of uh, kind of some big shoes to fill there. For the Bills, I, you know, listen, I think it's a big morale booster for them. It's representative of what this team can be when Josh Allen's on the top of his game, so we'll see if they can build off of that. Probably not. Point number three, I hate the fucking Eagles, man. Any concern about the ability for the Buccaneers to score might have been quieted just a little bit yesterday without half of their receiving core missing two running backs. They even lost their starting right tackle during the game. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah, you know, they went on to score 31 points. An absolute fucking blowout. I mean, the, the score, the final score says, what, two touchdowns? You know, a little bit more than two touchdowns. But this was an absolute laugher going into the fourth quarter. Jalen Hurts had two interceptions. Philly just didn't have a chance to establish the run at all. I mean, they still had 95 rushing yards, but they could not establish the run. They were in an early deficit. When you talk about depth, right, as banged up as the Buccaneers are, they still had fucking Keyshawn Vaughn, Gio Bernard, and Scotty Miller out there. You know, it's like, man, you know, when, when your backups to your backups are those names, that's pretty fucking good. Uh, listen, you know, as I said, uh, you know, fading Brady is, is probably even deadlier than betting on a KOD. Point number four, the Niners are scary. They run, they play defense, they've got a ton of different weapons, uh, they do some crazy shit out there, and as long as Jimmy G plays a solid game, this is going to be a tough team to beat. Now, for this game, I'm going to hold off talking about it more. I think we're going to spend a significant portion of time talking about this game uh, in a little bit, but yeah, the <laughs> Niners are scary. Point number five, so uh, Big Ben, he's gone now. Whoa. So he's dead. <laughs> Man, you know, that really, the game wasn't much to watch. Here, here's a summary if you want it. Boring in the first, the Steelers scored, Casey got pissed. That's it. The end. <sighs> Done. That's that's the summary right there. Uh, still, for the Chiefs, I mean, Mahomes in particular cannot afford to play this sloppily against a team, say, like the t- Titans, right? Uh, thankfully for them, they do get those bills instead next week and, and not the Titans. I, I think they can afford to make some mistakes against Buffalo, but not nearly as many as they did against the Steelers yesterday. Uh, like, honestly, th- that, th- they still won by, what, three touchdowns? <laughs> but that should, when I joke, I was like, man, this game should be 40 nothing in the first quarter already. Goddamn. Point number six, my playoff grade, my, my grade of the playoffs so far is a B-. minus. I loved how things kicked off with the Bengals and the Raiders. That Pat's massacre, I, I turned it off. It was a snooze fest. I was like, oh, this fucking sucks. Uh, Niners, Cowboys, we'll get into that one. That was really interesting. A little bit too much yellow laundry on the field for my liking. Uh, first quarter of the Steelers Chiefs, as I mentioned, not good football at all. Uh, you know, it got interesting, and then I turned that game off, too. I was like, oh, there's no fucking point watching this anymore. Uh, the one interesting thing is I, I, I didn't get the minus three and a half. I got the minus four and a half. By the time I went to my bookie, uh, they had already bumped it up to minus four and a half. Once I locked in minus four and oh, a half, yeah. it was already up to minus five and a half. And then before I blinked, it was minus 12 again. <laughs> that, 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 that was the live betting? <laughs> Live betting, yeah. yeah, I, was, yeah. I was messaging, yeah, I was yeah. messaging you guys on Twitter saying, "Oh, live bet this fucking thing right now." The yeah. moment the Pittsburgh scored, live bet it was minus three and a half. I could not get the three and a half, but I didn't fucking need it anyway. <laughs> I could have <laughs> had the minus twenty; would have been fucking fine. Overall, some fun games. Uh, hoping the next round is even better. Which brings me to my extra point. This is what the next round kind of looks like right now. Uh, Niners heading to Lambeau, taking on the Packers. Bucks hosting the winner of tonight's game. 
Bills traveling to KC, take on the Chiefs. Bengals heading to Tennessee to take on the Titans. It is hard not to be excited about each and every one of these fucking games. I mean, we're going to spend a good portion of this week talking to these games ad nauseum, but holy shit, those are going to be some fun games next week. That is Max's playoff round one touchdown, possibly the last fucking touchdown of the year. All right, before the pit boss kicks you out of the casino, what did you notice, uh, Panther? You know, I'm, it's not much of a point, points, if you will. I, I'm just going to kind of give a little comment or a sentence or two on each team, uh, the, the results and what we're looking for in the future. Let's start with those Raiders. I think Biasca uh, nailed it. I think this guy is the coach. The only thing about him that maybe give you a little pause is he is 65 years old. So if you're looking for a long-term solution, you kind of wonder how long he's into coaching. But I think the situation that he was dealt um, with the Gruden firing and then the, the crash and the, the loss of receivers and John Madden and just like everything that was dealt, this guy handled it just a completely above reproach. I like this guy. I like this team. I think they keep them together and try and make one more run as for the Bengals you know they've kind of been the underdog they've been the story with Joe Burrow last year and this year what could he do but at this point you watch this team play and they don't feel like underdogs anymore like they this there's no reason this team right now can't go the distance I love what I'm seeing and I'm going to give them a puncher's chance uh, at Tennessee so that that is going to be a fun game Looking at the Patriots, I was probably the one B-Gen here that wasn't completely sold on New England. Now, I am sold on the direction. I think, you know, with Belichick, proven record, Mac Jones, I think, is his guy. But the lack of talent around him, they fixed that. New England does have a bright future. I just didn't think this was their year. Um, so good on them. Good season. But um, they got to get some more weapons for Mac Jones. As for the Bills... Finally, the 18th game of the season, we get a Buffalo team that everybody thought maybe could be on the field. Um, Josh Allen, I don't know if he just Milwaukee bucks this thing through the first 17 games, but damn, did they look good <laughs> yesterday. So uh, at Kansas City, oh my God, that's going to be, that should be a shootout. So looking forward to that game. Eagles, what the fuck? Where was the rushing? Where the, where they're going to run on Tampa Bay. They've ran their way to the playoffs, and then they completely abandoned the run. Jalen Hurts had more rushing attempts than the running backs completely like, altogether. I'm not sure what the hell was going on in Philadelphia, but they were. By the time Tom Brady was done, they weren't able to run the ball anymore because they, you know, the score dictated their play calling. But if, if this is for the best. The playoffs would have really sucked if the Eagles would have advanced. <laughs> <laughs> to, to be honest, uh, as for Tampa Bay, look, Tom Brady's shoulders are big enough to carry this team without the, you know, big stars that they're missing. But you, you go through and you look at that box score. He still found his stars. Mike Evans and Gronkowski were his go tos. Over 50 percent of his completions went to those two guys. Um, and this Bucks team, no matter who is on the field, as long as Tom Brady is there, like Max said, you can't really bet against this team. Pittsburgh. It's the outcome we all expected, right? I mean, good luck to Ben and whatever his future is. He's not talking retirement. He's just talking. He's not in Pittsburgh. But once again, when you look at a team that had to throw the ball, that that needed to throw the ball, his longest completion was 22 yards. I don't know how, what team could possibly want to take a shot on Roethlisberger that he could, you know, maybe you think you're a quarterback away. Big Ben's not that guy, so it'd be interesting to see what uh, is, is John Elway still running the Broncos? Oh is, is, no! Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Maybe, maybe. But the big question for me is, and, and uh, Arch and I were talking pre-show, so it looks like the general manager might be on his way out mm-hmm. retiring as well. Um, but so new GM, and there's going to be a new quarterback, and I don't think it's on their roster. So it would be interesting to see if they trade for anybody, free agent somebody, or take a shot on another mid-major quarterback in the draft. The Chiefs, I mean, this is the team we've seen like for the last two plus years. They're a little sloppy, a little errant prone, but man, when they put it together, they could put up some points. You know, when Max was messaging us, grab the minus three, grab the minus three. I'm like, why's it going to matter? The, you look at the way they're moving the ball. They're, they're going to win this thing by three touchdowns. Um, so all they have to do is just clean up the mess. And this is the Kansas City Chiefs that we've seen. Um, so if they play this way, the rest of the way, maybe we see a rematch in the Super Bowl. But like Max said, Kansas City versus Buffalo. Oh, my God. Quick question right. on that one before you go on. When did they pick up McKinnon? Was that a recent addition? Yeah, it was a very recent addition. Very, Holy very recent. shit. That could be a yeah, huge difference maker for them. They've got some running back. Well, because I knew Clyde Edwards Hilaire was out. We mm-hmm. never really brought that up. But, um, yeah, they went out and grabbed Jared he's McKinnon. Di- he's yeah. dynamic, man. Like, I mean, yeah, I, really I remember is. him on Minnesota. And this fucking kid can run. All right, let's talk about this last game. I'm going to throw some one-liners. 49ers pretty much played as expected. Cowboys played as coached and as we feared. This game we're, we're going to talk about, but I think we're going to talk about particularly that last drive. For me, that last play, it's not even the last play. Okay, the, 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 the run, I get it. They've practiced it. They've timed it, blah, blah, blah. In real time, no timeouts. I, how do you make that call? And worse to me, how do you defend that call? Like even after the game, Dak and McCarthy are defending that call. And then worse, the fans are throwing shit at the referees and we're defending the fans. What the fuck is going on in Dallas? <laughs> Max, you want to take a crack at that? What's going on? I, I, I have no fucking idea. I mean, I, in, in my notes, uh, I put the same fucking thing. Uh, a QB draw play. How fucking cute. How fucking cute, McCarthy. That's that's really fucking nice with, with what? Fucking 14 seconds left on the clock. No timeouts. Right down the fucking middle. And I get like the concept is. At that point in time, San Francisco had just finally adjusted and put uh, their corners and put their safeties on the on the sidelines. They hadn't done that in the previous plays, and you saw what was happening. They were moving the ball up the field, so San Francisco's like, all right, enough of this bullshit. Last time I checked, though, uh, Big Ben's not the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys, right? He's not. It's, it's this guy, Dak Prescott. Last time I checked, Dak Prescott can throw the ball, right? Last time I checked, they've got wide receivers who can run fast. Last time I checked, they've got wide receivers who are tall. At that fucking point in time, just throw the goddamn Hail Mary. Stop, stop being like, I don't, I don't know if he's looking at fucking egghead charts that's like, oh, the fucking run, run the ball right up the middle. And then fucking people getting pissed off at the, uh, the referee. It's like, what the fuck is he supposed to do? You mean the you're center? Supposed to, you're supposed yeah. to give the goddamn ball to the yeah. referee. You're not supposed to center it yourself. <laughs> the center can't set the ball himself and just snap it. What? No, of course not. Yeah, you know <laughs> why not? Like that—that's how fucking football's been played for a hundred years. Why not? I, what the fuck? It was just—it was—it's one of those things where they shouldn't have even had the opportunity to have that last drive either. I, it was that's like, it. it. That's it was, right there. I mean, come on, like it, it, so much fucking laundry on the field, so much replay, so much of this bullshit. They should not have even been in the position. The Niners dominated that game 
And that's simple as that. So, I mean, for, so for them to be fucking complaining about the ref bumping in or, or whatever the fuck it is defending this shit, it's like, no, you played a shitty-ass game, you got your asses handed, and you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I have this play queued up. It'll, it'll take a few seconds to watch, and I know we don't have a, pre, a ton of time. Nah, let's but do I, it. Who cares? I know, but you need to see this. This is right here. Okay, so it was third and ten. They get 10 yards. Replay corrects it to, uh, you know, make it <laughs> nine and three quarters yards. So that's a setup. Here we go. They set the ball. They're short. There it is. Here it comes. They're short. This is why Jimmy G is not worth the money you're paying him coming up right here. Look at that. Fourth and just that inch, inches, inches. Here we go. Here we go. They're setting up to run the quarterback sneak. Jimmy G snaps the ball. This is a penalty for... It should be a legal procedure, a legal shift. Jimmy G didn't give his tackle here time to set. He just needs to wait one second, and that's it. It's a first down. Jimmy G didn't give his tackle, tackle time to set, so they got um, a false start on the on 49ers, and they had to punt the ball. That is inexcusable in a playoff game that a quarterback of Jimmy G's paycheck can't give the tackle an extra half a second to set and win the fucking game. Oh, no, absolutely. No, I, I totally fucking agree with you here. And, and, and here's the fucking thing is he just he just got nervous because apparently he was 25 for 25 on QB sneaks since since uh, heading to uh, San Francisco. Uh, the only one that's been better, apparently, is Tom Brady, Brady. at QB sneaks. And so the guy that he learned from. I mean, I watched that. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Now, I was, I was messaging with you guys and says, like, listen, if the Niners happen to get to another Super Bowl, then, yeah, it's, you know, it's worth the paycheck. Much more better than paying fucking Kirk Cousins all that money to fucking do nothing in Minnesota. Um, but, yeah, you look at things like that. And it's like he's a smart guy. Like, he's a smart guy. And just like he just got gun shy. He just he saw the hot chick and he fucking just blew his load right away. <laughs> didn't he, he didn't even get the girl's clothes off. He was just like, oh, I got to go home now. Yeah. That's what happened there. It should have been a 49ers just slam dunk win That's the it, game. Dunk. But Jimmy yeah. G decided in the last five or six minutes of the game, hold on, let's make it close. Let's make this interesting. Well, and, you know, Dallas did everything they could to give that game away. They really made a bunch of brain farts. But with if Jimmy G and 49ers are going to make those kind of mistakes going to Green Bay. Yeah, they don't have a chance. They're going to get ran out of the building. Going to get completely ran out of the building. They so have they to play flawless next week for, for them. I think they have a chance, but they have to play flawless. They can, No, I fucking totally agree. Bullshit. Yeah. All right. We should take a breather. Hey, uh, what do you guys want to talk about? You want to talk about Odds Jam? Why not? Sure. Uh, Odds Jam, developed by Stanford engineers, most innovative solution designed to identify mathematically profitable betting opportunities. You're saying, Max, what the fuck does that mean? Well, they have the fastest real-time data. It helps you spot discrepancies between different sports books. Arch, could you help me out explain this? Explain this like a, like a five-year-old, right? Explain this like I'm five. How, do, how does Odds Jam help you make money? They update all the books with the, in the fastest real time, and they find the best odds that you could possibly get compared to the sharpest sports books. So you got to assume you have a positive expected value on those plays. Could you uh, also get something called an arbitrage alert or something like that? Of course, like that? yeah. You could find before some of the sports books update, you could be on both sides of a game and turn a profit no matter which side hits. Now, you won't make friends with the sports books, but you can get profits that average 3% every day, which does add up to big earnings. There is absolutely no catch. Just the smartest betting software on the market. Use the link in the description. We love these. Our, our cheese is it every single fucking day. Get used to winning with Odds Jam. Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. 
That's right, DJs. Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy, insane, maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right. Monday Night Football. Oh, do we have to talk about this? We do. Can we skip this game? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is it. This is why the Rams have Stafford for tonight. This is it. I mean, it's better than having Kirk Cousins on a Monday night game. Oh, yeah, yeah maybe. <laughs> I guess so. Uh, maybe. Uh, I don't know if you guys heard this one before. I'm, I'm going to say this maybe for the first time ever. Divisional games are weird. <laughs> uh, maybe not for the Patriots and Bills in the playoffs, but in general, they're fucking weird. So, you know, pardon me for not jumping up for fucking joy as a Rams fan here for drawing the Cardinals in the first round. I, I guess it could be worse. Like I, we could be facing the 49ers, a team that we haven't beaten in like fucking three or four years. But still, this is not fun for me. Rams and Cardinals, of course, they split their two games this season. Uh, Cardinals absolutely smoked L.A. Uh, that was in L.A. Uh, earlier in the season. But then uh, later in the season, they, they couldn't win in Arizona. Uh, Cardinals started off as, as the hottest team in the league, right? They won their first seven games. Uh, but from that Rams loss on to the end of the year, they've been one in four. Their lone win was a road win over the Cowboys. It should be noted, and we've probably noted this on the show before, that these guys are tremendous on the road. Eight and one on the road this year. Their one fucking loss. Do you guys remember what their one fucking road loss was? Oh, I won't forget it. (laughs) God, such a weird fucking fluke in Detroit. Uh, Get the fuck out of here. Uh, Arizona's offense just was so goddamn dynamic in the first half of the year. Uh, the injuries of Kyler Murray, DeAndre Hopkins put this team out of rhythm for quite a bit of the season. Um, Hopkins still out. So that's, that's, that could be a problem for them. Now, the good news for the Cardinals is the Rams secondary is just so beat up right now. Uh, they, they had to bring back uh, retired Eric mm, Weddle yeah. to fill in Jordan Fuller's spot at safety. Now, Weddle, uh, he's going to be the signal caller as well. And he's expected to be in game shape. Jeez. He hasn't played in almost two years. Uh-huh. Uh, in fact, when, when uh, uh, Raheem Morris, the, the Rams D coordinator, called up Whittle, you want to know what his first question was? His first question was, are you fat? <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, Cardinals, they might get a boost on their defense. J.J. Watt is going to play tonight. I don't know what kind of condition he's going to be in. I don't know what how many plays he's going to play, but he is going to be there. And you can say this about the Cardinals. They lost some edge defensively the moment Watt went down with injury. So perhaps just bringing him back just could give them a little bit more bravado out there on the field. Uh, maybe this is me emotionally hedging, or maybe I am worried about Matt Stafford on the big stage here. But I honestly think the Cardinals win this one. I have them winning this game 27-26. I'm going to take the points, though. So uh, divisional games are weird. You never know what's going to fucking happen here. Three and a half, that fucking stupid-ass hook once again. $50 bet on Arizona. We can get you plus four. I will take plus four. Thank you. You know, for me, it's it's got, I got to look at the Arizona's passing attack going against that broken secondary for the Rams. But the Arizona passing attack isn't much of an attack without DeAndre Hopkins. A.J. Green's like 96 years old. Christian Kirk is more of a slot receiver. And they really never addressed the um, you know Hopkins injury or replacing him or going out and getting somebody. It, it just really scares me with a running game that's kind of no longer there. Connor and Edmonds, this defense have kind of caught on to those guys. That I just don't know that Kyler Murray, even with an exposed secondary, will be able to take advantage and with Cam Akers back, and I know Daryl Henderson's out for the year, but Cam Akers and Sonny Michelle, who's been, you know, great second half of the season. Apologies to Stafford, but I think this actually comes down to the Rams running game and their ability to keep uh, the, the attack, the offensive attack balanced for the Rams. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I actually like the Rams here at home. I don't know that I necessarily like them to cover. So I'm going to money line the Rams. Money line. 50 bucks. Yeah, I'm seeing like minus 180. Let's go 50 bucks on yep. minus 180. That's what you got. All right, got you in. I think the Rams do win. Uh, the Cardinals have been just in free fall ever since uh, uh, Connor Murray got hurt. I think we're going to see Dallas 2.0 here. I, I they're not going to be as good as they were in the first half of the season. This is it. This is what the Rams went. This is is why they shoved all their chips in the middle of the table. They can't afford to fuck this one up. I so I do think they win. I think they win by about a touchdown. So give me the Rams minus three and a half for twenty five bucks. You know, we avoided conflict a couple of episodes ago when Panther was on Twitter and said that uh, he doesn't see the difference between Jared Goff and Matt Stafford. That's because he's got frontal lobe damage, apparently. <laughs> Um, Stafford shits the bed here, though. I mean, doesn't oh. Panthers point get a little oh, bit more? Oh. Let, let Stafford, let Stafford, and we, we, we won't avoid conflict tomorrow. That, but, that, but you, I, well, there will be no conflict if Stafford shits the bed. Like, I, at this point, like, I mean, I, I, oh, I only, only if they win, Jared Goff can hand off the ball. <laughs> If they lose, he's got to be the re- he's got to be the reason they win. I, I don't, I, does he need to throw it 30 times? I would think I, I don't think he does. No, I would think like you know, 30 is your ceiling. You don't yeah. want him throwing 30 times. No, no, no. But what? I mean, not many quarterbacks you do want throwing 30 times. I do think even if they lose, it's still inarguable that Stafford's a better quarterback than Goff. Oh no! I, I no, absolutely. It's just uh, how many Super Bowls has Stafford gotten to? Hmm. Same as Goff. Goff no, Goff no, went Goff to one. Goff, Goff went to one. Oh yeah, Goff went to one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we all remember that. I was thinking Super Bowl victories. <laughs> Oh, Super Bowl victories. Oh, yeah, that, that, that's the same. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. All, right. All right. Well, there's a full, full rack of NBA games, man. What do you got? They do that, right? Like, yeah, I yeah. think every single team plays if it's a MLK Junior Day. So I have a hard time saying MLK. What What, what is up with that? Like, I've, done, I've, I've fucked that up twice already. Like, MLK. It's just like fucking three initials, and I can't fucking do it. Jesus Christ. Uh, 76ers 
at the Washington Wizards. Um, that man, 76 are playing some good fucking basketball right now. They went down to Miami to beat them. They had that, that one loss at home against Charlotte. Trust me. I know because it was the last time I bet on them and, and I got burned there. Um, 16 and 8 on the road this season, though. That's it's not too bad. Uh, Wizards, what can I say? Last time they played, I bet on them. Portland went into town to beat their asses. Uh, I, I just I don't like this team when Bradley Beal's not out there. I thought they would have enough offense with, with without him in the lineup. It proved wrong here. I think the Sixers are going to go in there. I think the Sixers are going to get the win. Um, Four and a half seems even a little low if Bradley Beal's not going to play. So that, that seemed interesting to me. But I, I've got Philly winning this one by about six points. So the implied probability says to bet them on the money line. $10 bet on the Sixers. Money line. Do you see what the Sixers have done now? In the absence of a Ben Simmons, I don't know if you saw that, Ben Simmons is out. Um, they, they've decided that they're... Yeah, right. They've decided to go Jokic 2.0 here. And Joel Embiid has been passing the ball a lot. Like, he's averaging about six and a half, seven assists per game. And they're, they're starting to uh, have him pass the ball out of the post and get the three-point shooting going. And this has really triggered the offense to play a lot better. I, I mentioned last game, Washington's got Thomas Bryant back. But against Embiid and Andre Drummond, I don't think that's really going to matter. Um, the thing that spooked me here was the line. I thought the line should have been a little bit worse right? yeah. for Philadelphia. Yeah. So it seems a little trappish to me. I'll lean 76ers, but this is a no play for me. Yeah, I'll lean Washington because I do think there's something stinks here but i just couldn't muster up the confidence to bet washington so i'm pussyfooting around and just leaning washington all right hey next one up for me let's talk bucks versus hawks uh you know it's funny is i i was gonna bet the other day toronto on the money line and i was like ah there's no way they're gonna sweep the fucking bucks this year well, guess what? They swept the fucking Bucks this year. Uh, but other, Bucks. Than, uh, other than that, other than that loss, I mean, the Bucks have been playing some pretty good basketball. A team that has not been playing pretty good basketball is the fucking Atlanta Hawks. They've lost five games in a row. This this team is not looking good. Uh, they're going to win one eventually. I just don't think it's going to be tonight. So, uh, ten dollar money line bet on Milwaukee. There is a questionable tag on Drew Holiday. Although I don't expect him to play, he's getting close. But even without Drew Holiday, Giannis is just too much for this Hawks team that is in complete disarray. I'm not sure what's going on, but not only have they lost five straight, they haven't really been all that competitive. So I'm complete agreement here. I'm putting 10 bucks on the Bucks. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go on the other side. I don't like what I'm... I, I, I agree with everything you said. Atlanta should get run out of the building. But it just feels a little weird at the five and a half. I'm going to take a flyer and put uh, 10 bucks on the Hawks plus five and a half. All right. Hey, next one up for me. I talked about the Raptors. I talked about the Heat. So why not talk about that game coming up right now? Hey. Uh, Philadelphia, of course, I mentioned, beat the Heat at home. So can Miami lose two games in a row? Well, apparently Bam Adebayo might be back tonight. That's good news for them, right? Jimmy Butler's playing. Hmm. Right? What, what, why is this line? Minus three? <laughs> this is a little weird. Now, I, I hear that Kyle, Kyle Lowry might be out, but is, is, is that really... Is that really going to cause us to be only minus three here? I like the Raptors to go in and get an upset here. I mean, this is their third road game in a row, and they kind of shit the bed against Detroit a few nights ago. Uh, but then, yeah, they went on the road. They dominated Milwaukee. I, I love what I'm seeing from uh, Van Fleet out there. I mean, he's just fucking sensational. Uh, these guys, when they're healthy, they've got enough fucking weapons to be dangerous. And so I'm going to take a little bit of flyer and bet $10 on the Toronto Raptors money line. 
you know, I have a lot of interest in this game, particularly because Bam Adebayo is supposed to suit up and play tonight. I don't know if there's going to be a minutes restriction. He's on my fantasy team. But without having seen them in, what, six weeks together, Butler, Adebayo, uh, uh, Tyler Hero, all the guys, I, I just don't know that I can really bet this game. The thing I do want to remind you of is Miami is damn near unbeatable at home. I think they get the win, but the, it's just too close to call. I'm just going to lean Miami here. I think this is a close game, too. I really do. Miami might win, but I don't know that they can cover four points. So I'm going to throw 10 bucks on the Toronto Raptors plus the four. All right, last one up for me, and this is I'm going against uh, things that I say. You know, do, do, do as I uh, say, not as I do. Uh Phoenix Suns heading to San Antonio to take on the Spurs. Oh. You know, <laughs> every time I fucking bet on the Spurs against mm. the Spurs, it goes terribly wrong. The Suns got to win this one. Uh, I'm just, I, I'm just saying, the Suns have to win this one. Sixteen and four on the road this year. Suns, um, just playing so good on the road. Um, they've won three straight on the road. And, and now, granted, yeah, beating Detroit and Indiana, Indiana, it's no, nothing. To, but it's the same thing. San Antonio is like right there with Indiana, right? I think the Suns get it done today. Uh, $10 money line bet on Phoenix. Yeah, at first I was thinking this line kind of stunk at minus five. Phoenix is way better than five points, better than San Antonio. But DeAndre Ayton did pull up lame. Uh, JaVale McGee will get the start. And this is their third road game in four days. So the schedule maker is not doing Phoenix any favors as well. I'm still in complete agreement. I, there's too much talent here. Chris Paul and Devin Booker are more than enough to beat San Antonio. So 10 bucks on the Suns. All right. I'm on the other side. <laughs> I, of course you yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. I like the Spurs plus the, oh, shit, four and a half. It's no longer five and a half. Five. Yeah, get you five. Right. Oh, yeah, five, five still. Yeah, cool. Five. Okay, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to throw 10 bucks on the Spurs plus five before it disappears. That's probably smart. That's it for me, Panther. What else you got? I still got three more. Let's take a look at the Hornets. There's a full slate. Uh, Hornets at the Knicks. Uh, Knicks are playing some pretty good basketball, and it looks like they could potentially get Kemba Walker back tonight, but it doesn't necessarily mean he will crack the starting lineup. Alec Burks has been playing pretty well. On the other side, Charlotte, man, dude, as long as LaMelo Ball is on that floor, you got to love this Hornets team. Dude is so good. I'm catching two points. I'm going to take a little flyer here on Charlotte with uh, the two points, 10 bucks on the Hornets. I don't know if we can get you two anymore. Get you one and a half. Vegas agrees. Uh, probably. Listen, I mean, I have the Knicks winning this game by two points, but I mean, my, my trust level in them is not quite high. Uh, my trust level in them, especially at home, <laughs> isn't quite that high. They've been playing better at home recently, but still. Uh, I will lean New York here uh, by the slightest of fucking margins. I like it, though. No, I think Charlotte has a real chance to win this game. I know really ballsy statement with a one point spread, but I really think that they're going to be on the right side of it. One and a half. Let's do it. Ten bucks on the Hornets. I like it. I like it. Now we're going to talk about two more games. Uh, Both of them. We're going to address some broken teams. First, the broken Chicago Bulls going to the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I don't know if anybody even thought we would see this out of the grizzle, but this is one of the hottest teams in basketball. Chicago is definitely broken. No Zach Levine, no Lonzo Ball, no Alex Caruso, a couple other bench pieces they're missing, and you're seeing it in their record. You're seeing it in their play. They've lost four of their last five. Going to Memphis, I think the Bulls get ran out of the building. Uh, I'll give up the touchdown and put 10 <laughs> bucks on the grizzle. I, yeah, I don't think anyone wants to play the the grizzle right now. Um, this is this is fucking insane. Uh, I I had this at minus six yes. and a half. Yeah. It's now down eight. to minus eight and a half. I, I think 
I think at that, I probably lean Chicago here. I do have Memphis winning this game by eight points. So uh, it's close. It is close. I, I will lean the grizzle here, but I, shit. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to play the fucking grizzle right now. No, absolutely not. I'm leaning the grizzle here too, but eight, eight and a half. I can't give up that many points. So you're on your own. Yeah, I'll take it. One more. This team is broken, but not because of physically, just mentally. The Los Angeles Lakers are a dumpster fire right now. They're at home going against the Utah Jazz, who got Rudy Gobert back yesterday. He promptly put up a 1918 double double with a couple blocks. Going against a Laker team that's a little thin in the middle without Anthony Davis. Five and a half actually seems a little giftish, but I'm not one to look the gift horse in the mouth. Ten bucks on the Jazz. Yeah, Magic Johnson came out, was critical of the Lakers and and Russell Westbrook. Like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's entitled to his opinion. Zinger, Zinger Russ. Wow, he's entitled to his opinion. Damn. How about you, uh, you know, go out there and actually try to win fucking basketball games? How about that? How about you shut his ass up? Um, I I don't know. Like, I, I, I going to lean the Lakers here, them at home, getting five and a half, six points. That's uh, down. It's actually down four and a half now. So, hmm, I don't know. I'm going to lean the Lakers getting the points. I'll lean the Lakers getting the points, too. Uh, just don't like this game. I don't like the way the line shifting right now. It's going the other way, Panther. So, good luck. I can't always be right. That's it for me. <laughs> That's all I have in the NBA, too. Almost, almost bet Nolens, but just couldn't quite get there. All right. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder why. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder why, too. <laughs> uh, lots of hockey, but I'm only on one game. Oh. And, and if you had to fucking guess which game, you, you probably couldn't. And it's not the Red Wings and Sabres again, by the way. Uh, it's not the Red Wings. I got the Red Wings winning that one, uh, but I'm not going to fucking eat any chalk on the Red Wings. Let's talk Montreal and Arizona. The oh. fucking game of the night here. Yeah. Uh, listen, two bad teams with pretty even matchup. Uh, my metrics say that this is a coin flip of a game. So as my tiebreaker, what I'm going to do here is just fade the fucking public. Uh, Montreal, they have <laughs> lost five games in a row, but they had to deal with such a fucking weird schedule. They they missed four games. They played a couple games. They missed another four games. Um, Arizona, we know they, they're not very good. They lost three or five but with that. You know, exception of beating the fucking Maple Leafs a couple of days ago. So the question is, which team is the public on and which side is the money fading? And the answer is Arizona. For that reason, I will jump on Montreal here. I do think the Canadians can sneak out a win. So a $10 bet on the Canadians. You know, Arizona has, when I saw Arizona with a minus line, I'm like, who the fuck are they playing? Some junior college? This is on. Un- I, I just can't believe you're even on this game. Um, but Vegas says Arizona's the favorite, so I'll lean Arizona, but I'm not betting this shit fast. <laughs> yeah, Arizona should win, maybe, but Jesus, minus 120. I don't know how anyone would want to lay that. Bet Montreal or just stay the fuck away from this game. I mean, everyone's just going to stay the fuck away from yeah, the game. I'm, I'm the one fucking, uh, you know, when I was talking about the money, it was probably my fucking $10 that shifted it over to Montreal. I, I shit you not. I'm probably the only person in America that's betting on this fucking game. There's a yeah. bunch of fucking hosers just you know, throwing their cash on the Canadians. To fucking yeah, their it's probably like shit. $17 on the, on the game entirely. <laughs> I mean, was, I don't know what the conversion rate with the fucking Canadian dollar is anymore, but, you know, this is probably not much. Not good, uh, Max. Not good. <laughs> I'm not betting the Seattle Kraken, so that is it for me. Uh, I got two real quick. Let's take a look at the Pittsburgh Penguins going to Vegas. Vegas not playing real well, and Pittsburgh on the sixth game of their uh, road trip. Um, yeah, I, I just the line says it's an even game. I, I think Vegas has to get correct, and this is the game that they need to do it. I'll put the 10 bucks on the Golden Knights. I just don't feel great about it. 
I'll lean Pittsburgh here, but I mean, yeah, they, they look fucking tired out there. Uh, I don't know how they continue on this road fucking trip. Who are they? The, the goddamn Islanders at this point? I don't know. Um, I'll lean Pittsburgh. I, th- I think they can get the win today, but I mean, I'm not getting a plus line, so I'm not fucking touching it. If I was getting that plus 105 that it might have opened up with, I don't know for sure. I mean, because sometimes those fucking opening lines and action here are a bit squirrely. Mm. Uh, I would probably take Pittsburgh with a plus line here, but I'll just lean the Penguins. Yeah, I'll lean Vegas here in this one, but I wouldn't bet this game unless, you know, one of these guys gets a plus line. Then I probably just jump to whichever side that was This is a coin flip. All right. One more game for me. Let's take a look at Nashville at St. Louis. Nashville's given up 12 goals in their last three games. They won one of them, lost their last two. St. Louis, I mean, playing great defense. They've given up like one goal in their last four games. Blues are playing great at home. I think St. Louis can get the win here. So 10 bucks on the Blues. You're probably right, but it's looking a little T-ish to me. Uh, I, I don't like it. I'm going to lean St. Louis some moral support here, but I did not like the line movement and, and what the money and public and stuff were doing on this one. I'm just a little, little weird for me. So a lean on the Blues. Yeah, I guess lean Blues. I don't know why it's going the, that way, particularly. It's going minus 149 down to minus 130. That's... It's a little concerning. The Blues should win, and they should win by more than minus 130, I would think. That's all I got. That's it for me. I don't know hockey takes. Uh, so we talked about whew, the NFL. Oh, shit. We got a couple comments. I'm sorry. Uh, Big Daddy says, and the Cowboys still suck, or should I say the Cowboys and mediocrity are holding hands? That's that's true. Avs versus Wild over, Gerardo says, and Pens versus Vegas over. Both are six and a half totals. I Listen, he... He's been hitting the overs. I bet everyone's been hitting the overs in the NHL. So I don't know if I'm going to fucking pat Gerardo on the back here. But he was right the other day on, on some of those overs. So I'm, why not? There you go. All right. So now we talked about wild card weekend in the NFL. We talked about the last wild card NFL game coming up tonight. We talked about the NBA. We talked about Roastmaster, Russell Westbrook. And we talked about hockey. That is it. Back in the day, our episodes used to go 20 minutes. This is like a double this episode. Is ridiculous. This is like a double album for you. Download the DGENs app for Android or iOS and let us know what you think about it. our picks, your picks, anyone's picks over on Twitter at Betting Absolute. No matter where you listen to it, please. Highest rating, comment, subscribe, download, and listen to every single episode. Panther, take us the fuck home. Uh, wouldn't be this long. It went for fucking Mike McCarthy. Let's get out here with a <laughs> Panther parlay. I like the Memphis Grizzlies. The Phoenix Suns and the Utah Jazz put those three together. That'll be today's Panther Parlay. Then you guys can hang out with us on Facebook. We're on Twitter. Give us a shout-out by name. We will shout right back. But most importantly, let us know what you did over the weekend, what you're doing tonight, and when it's all said and done, kids, it's all make some money, fools. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun? Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.